0: The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. I'm Storm
1: Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend.
1: Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to this beautiful Saturday afternoon, unexpected and abbreviated broadcast to shoot from the hip. I'm Jeff Pedro in with Mark Avery, and we're from Sim Trainer, the Dayton area's first indoor range and firearms training center. You can visit us on the web at sim-trainer.com. You can call us at the store at 937-293-3914, or you can stop down and see us at the, the range at 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine, and we'd be more than glad to discuss with you any of your firearms-related uh, needs, or interests. If you want to get in on today's show here in the next 20 minutes, because we're only on till, uh 2.30, please call us here at the studio at 457-1290. We'd be more than glad to talk with you. I think it's somewhat ironic, um, uh, somewhat coincidental that we're on the air today, uh, given the events of the past uh, week that have uh, obviously got gun advocate advocacy groups uh, outraged over comments that have been uh, made, uh, particularly a uh, comment made by Robert O'Rourke, uh, I'd call w, it a blessing uh, that we're on today. Yeah, what? I'd call it a blessing. It is a blessing we're on today. A Democratic uh, hopeful, although his candidate candidacy is um, seeming to sink uh, farther and farther into the, the abyss uh, as the weeks pass. Robert O'Rourke uh, claimed, not only are we going to outlaw um, your AR rifles, but we're going to come and get them. Um, I mean, his, his wording resonated, I think, through through the minds of uh, any rational people. And I'm sure it even stunned uh, some of the people on the stage because, uh, as Rush Limbaugh so eloquently stated last week, he said that he pretty much broke the code, that even though you imply that that was what you want to do, you don't ever say it. And he broke the code, and he kind of tipped the hand. He broke that rule. Absolutely. He tipped the hand, and make no mistake, um, although the the 10 or so candidates that were on the stage and several others that are certainly still uh, being considered – Um, don't come out and say that this is in deeply in in their minds and uh, as a result of recent incidents they're starting to let their emotions drain through and tell us how they really feel now relative to that issue I just want uh, I want to say a few things about what's been going on and, and anybody that follows it when we look at what's going on in this country i've talked about how the rule of law is being attacked in a number of fronts and all you have to do i think the most obvious example that is really in our face and i say that because i think it's so obvious that it's it's insulting is what's going on with pres- the investigations into president trump and the russia collusion delusion and all the related matters over the past two years, where high representative rep- representatives in law enforcement, the FBI in particular, were involved in inappropriate behavior that has now been confirmed by two adjour- attorney generals' reports and by several um, committees. Uh, there's no question that illegal... Um, activity took place on a number of different fronts. Um, You add to that what happened during the previous administration when there was a general disrespect for law enforcement that had uh, kind of permeated through this country, uh, starting uh, probably just prior to the Um, uh, Michael Brown incident out in Missouri, and then the Freddie Gray incident in Baltimore, Uh, maybe even going back, even though... To Cambridge. Farther back, yeah, and also um, Trayvon Martin, even though that wasn't a police officer, when they talked about how the criminal justice system handled uh, that particular case, uh, I think that was the beginning of the downward spiral, and it has continued to where uh, you look at what's going on in, I believe it's Boston, where they're throwing um, water and other substances on police officers. New York City, maybe it is. Um, and just, uh, the, there's just the number of assaults on police officers is up. The, the number of uh, fatalities of police officers is up. So I don't think there's any doubt that there's a general disrespect for law enforcement. Um, in addition, you've got uh, so many of the candidates on the Democratic side that are trying to advocate for a socialistic form of government. Um, and to demean and, and uh, minimize the, the successes of capitalism that we have uh, um, had for you know many many years here in this country, and uh, the general disrespect for the Bill of Rights, and I think we need to pay particular attention because, uh, as Mark and I have said so many times, when you talk start talking about taking away Second Amendment rights, the rest of them pretty much are. Uh, are going to come uh, one after the other, because without the second, we can't do much about the the others that matter to us.
2: No, when it really comes down to it, that's one of the reasons why the founders put the Second Amendment in place, was to ensure that the government could not become tyrannical because the people would always be able to defend liberty.
1: Yeah, and that that's just where we, we look so many times at um, what we hold near and dear to our hearts. and. I think for many years we weren't too concerned about it, uh, but uh, I just want, I, I issued a call out to people. I said that with the holiday season coming up, there's te- there's a tendency for families to avoid talking about political issues, but I think these transcend political issues. This is a matter of uh, our existence from this point forward, where we move from this point certainly through the rest of our lifetime and into the lifetime of our kids and our grandkids so I think you need to have those discussions and not only have the discussions you need to start if you have to force feed facts you got to do it even if they don't listen I told you a couple of weeks ago I was I challenged my mother and my daughter my sister clarify that got my that mother wrong and, in and my sister <laughs> to watch the debates this last week and see if they um, uh, how they felt and if they felt strongly about the the stances that were Uh, being presented there, then go ahead, vote your conscience. And the other night, I didn't have a chance to get a hold of my mother because she was uh, in bed, obviously, at that time. And then um, I called my sister, and she goes, well, I really don't want to talk about it. I said, well, just answer me this, Debbie. I said, "Uh, how do you feel about certain issues? And I named three of the most. She goes, well, I'm not sure. I'll have to think about it. I'm tired anyway. Now, she's in denial. She's in denial because I think the truth hit her right square between the eyes, and it's not what she wanted to hear and she has such a hatred and disdain for President Trump, not even considering what he has done or what he hasn't done, just for him, the person that she fails to look at things. And I think that's where people are. But we can't just turn it off. We got to, actually, I think we got to tune it up. Yeah. We got to tune it up and, and kind of be more forceful in the way we confront these people and let them know that we got to think about issues relative to issues and truth rather than just conjecture, speculation, and because you feel bad one way or another.
2: Uh, Jeff, let's go out to the phone since we got such a short show today. Jump right out to the phones and talk to Ed, who's calling from Medway. Ed, welcome to the show. Yeah, I just heard on, on the uh, gun show on, uh, out of Columbus on uh, six ten a.m., similar to yours, and the owner apparently had had put some stuff on eBay for sale, and uh, it went all the way through, and but at the end, eBay sent them a memo. It said, we cannot sell this stuff because it's an accessory for an AR, and that's our policy. So uh, you might contact those people. Uh, I think the program's called On Target. No, they're, they're right. That's, that is, in fact, eBay's policy. A lot of people say um, that that shouldn't be their policy. eBay is a private company. They can do whatever they choose to do. What a lot of people can think about when they say, you know, we want to buy a gun. I'm going to buy it from some website. Again, eBay would not allow that transaction to go through. But there are a lot of sites that sell guns, but those guns can't be directly transferred or shipped to the person who bought it. All of those guns come through somebody like us, a federally licensed firearms dealer. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand. They talk about Internet sales. They, they don't realize that all of those Internet sales, regardless of where the sale t- took place, the final transaction occurs at a firearms dealer and includes the background check, just as if that firearms purchaser had, had bought the gun at that gun shop. Ed, thanks very much for calling the show.
1: Mark, you know, that's another point I want to bring up relative to that issue. I am aware, because I have uh, family members in both the Postal Service and the United Parc- uh, UPS, Um, uh, and they have found cases where people have illegally shipped firearms from one place to the other. They got somebody through uh, some of the chat rooms on the Internet, and they just decide, I've got a a, a Smith & Wesson revolver that I want to sell, and the guy that's interested in it lives in Ohio, and I know that you're supposed to go through uh, formal means, but I'm not too worried about it because I'm only going to be found out about if they— Uh, happen to stumble across this package and with the chance of them stumbling across this package in the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of packages that go across the country on a daily basis and they have in some cases illegally shipped them but again here's i want to say there is state and federal law that regulates and prohibits that kind of activity in order for an individual to purchase a gun in ohio from any individual or commercial entity out-of-state, it must come through a federally licensed firearms dealer here in the state of Ohio, and that transition... Transaction can only take place and the gun can only be transferred once the individual has completed the Form 4473 and the background check has been submitted and they have, in fact, passed that check. Or, in Ohio, if they have a concealed handgun license if t- issued after uh, mid-March of 2015, which now is already nearly had all the extended, of them. They've, they've had the ex- expanded background check done, then we can uh, transfer the gun. So they still have to fill out the form, but we don't have to submit the data to the NICS uh, computer system because they've already had that. That done in compliance with the reissuance of their concealed handgun license as long as it's been past March of 2015.
2: Right. And so, again, that the, the point there is that even internet sales go through the background check. So when we're talking about so-called universal checks, we're not talking about those. We're not talking about any uh, firearm transaction that occurs at a, f- a federally licensed firearms dealer. All we're talking about now is individuals who choose to purchase a firearm from another individual yeah. who lives in the same state, which is a requirement for handguns
1: regardless. And we've brought this up many times. It's just that right now, because the topic of gun control and people control is so hot on the, on, on the minds and the lips of the, of the Democratic candidates that are running for office and their supporters— um, we want to make sure that we stay up on, on these kinds of things because legislation that's being proposed, and most all of it is only in the proposal stage right now. As you can imagine, there's a frenzy of emotional, emotionally-laden uh, legislation being proposed at both the state of Ohio level and at the national level. And Mark ran a check and it's, uh, you know, it's going to take me half the day to kind of look through it. It's two pages long. And uh, that's just the first few. That's the first few. Yeah. And and, and that's just an overview of, of many of the, the issues. So there's a lot of them out there. Realize that probably in in this particular area of law, I'm going to make a guess, but I think it's safe to say over 90% don't ever make it much past uh, um, uh, you know, some of the low-level hearings.
2: Ordinarily, that I'd probably agree with that. But right now, with the philosophy that's going on, for example, there were three Senate bills in the Ohio General Assembly that were repackaged and resubmitted from just one sponsor to two co-sponsors of two different parties. The second party member being... So-called Republican Peggy Lehner.
1: Yeah, and I, and, I reported on those two. Uh, weeks yes, she
2: ago. did. Yeah. And and the firearms uh, purchases to increase all firearms purchases to the age of twenty-one, even rifles and shotguns, even a twenty-two, to um, require that all transfers be made through a dealer, so that I wouldn't be able to sell you a gun. And this so-called extreme risk protection order, which really needs to be take the person into control, not their guns.
1: And that's why we're going to just kind of hold back and see how the legislation plays out. We don't want you to hold back. We want you to contact your representatives and let them know how you feel about these issues, both at the state and federal level, because something has to be done.
2: All right, we're going to have to take our first break and last break for the hour. If you'd like to get on the last few minutes of the show, give us a call at 457-1290. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting From the Hip on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk
0: the Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
1: Hi, this is Larry Hanskin for Integrity Water Solutions in my Kinetico system. My Kinetico softener I've had for over 10 years. It's still working great, and since it doesn't regenerate in the middle of the night, I always have soft water for my shower no matter how early I wake up. We've also got the Kinetico drinking water system. You know, everything starts with the water, and... And it's the whole house approach that sets Integrity Water Solutions apart from the rest. Give them a call today at 320-7460, 320-7460, Integrity Water Solutions. Weather can change quickly. That's why you need a forecast you can trust. Storm Center 7 is the only
0: local weather team with its own live Doppler radar, giving you the most accurate look ahead as storms develop.
1: Indications on radar have shown rotation.
0: And when time is critical, live Doppler 7 is two minutes faster. You want to be prepared now. Your team of severe
2: weather
1: experts dedicated to keeping you safe. That's Storm Center 7.
0: Weather coverage you can count on. Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio right here on WHIO, Saturdays at 1 p.m. for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in Saturdays at 1 p.m. on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. For over 25 years, Ed's has been Dayton's go-to solution for all things electric. From electric panel maintenance to backup generator installation, no job is too big or too small for our team of skilled electricians. Whether you're planning a renovation or experiencing an emergency, Ed's is here for you when you need them. Our residential and commercially licensed electricians will work hard to find you the best and most affordable options to solve your problem right the first time. Ed's Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electric. One call does it all.
2: Thanks for calling 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This is Sarah. How can I help?
0: Can you help me with spring cleaning, even if it's not springtime?
2: Sure, we can do that. We bring the springtime with us.
0: Are you willing to come after dark?
2: We work until midnight, seven days a week.
0: How much lead time do I need to give you? We can be there in 90 minutes. (laughs) You can't imagine how happy this is going to make my wife. It makes us happy, too. Happy, happy. Happy, happy. When you
2: want to give happiness, call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit one 800 gotjunkcom Happy, happy. All of us have old jewelry collecting dust around the house. Elizabeth Diamond Company wants to buy your unwanted valuables. We're flying in expert appraisers to give you money on the spot. September 19th through the 21st, we're buying jewelry, watches, silver flatware and more at EDC's buyback event. Experience your own antiques roadshow with historically high gold prices. Skip the line and make your free appraisal appointment today. Walk-ins are always welcome. The Elizabeth Diamond Company,
0: only in Centerville. For the best seat in your house this season, get into Cedar Hill Furniture for huge savings on quality name brand furniture for less. Visit Cedar Hill Furniture in Huber Heights, Kettering, and Springfield today. At Cedar
2: Hill Furniture, you're going to love
0: the change. Less humid air has moved into the Miami
2: Valley. We're topping off with a high temperature of 80 degrees, mostly sunny skies, a near perfect
0: day, and it's going to be very nice in the evening hours as well. Overnight we dropped to a low of 58 degrees. Mostly sunny and comfortable for Sunday with a high of 84 degrees. I'm
2: meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 957 WHIO.
0: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up to the minute information. 1290 and 957 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.
1: Welcome back to the show. We need to have a few minutes of this abbreviated show because the UD football pregame Uh, kicks off uh, at 2.30. So we're going to go right out to the phones and talk to
2: Doug, who's calling from Brookville with a question about federal gun laws. Doug, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks, Brad.
2: Uh, And Um, uh, what's your question exactly?
0: uh, The question is, you know, you're talking about, you know, federally mandated legislation. And I was watching the Democrat debate, and one of them popped off about, you know, gun buyback, gun seizure. That would
2: be Beto O'Rourke, yes. Robert O'Rourke
0: targeting uh assault quote unquote assault weapons. And I was just wondering, um, since that would be a federal mandate, um, how could they force the states, you know, Posse competence says that the military can't operate, so obviously they wouldn't be the ones seizing the weapons. So, you know, what what are your thoughts? You know, who would be crazy enough, you know?
2: That that's a question I think you really need to ask the Aurora campaign. Because there is no way that that is ever going to be workable, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the other issues when you talk about how can it not be workable, when I took my oath as a police officer 30-some years ago, I remember raising my hand and agreeing to or, or swearing to uphold the Constitution of the United States, right. the laws of the federal government, the state government, and the local municipality. But first and foremost was the Constitution of the United States. And his recommendation would be directly contrary to the Second Amendment, no question. And it's definitely going to be an issue that, um, like Mark says, let, let's not get too concerned about. He's in a desperate situation right now, so he's trying to te- kind of gather the, the last minute support of the still emotionally laden people that are tending to, Far to go that fringe. way. That's exactly right. It's not going to get him anywhere near where he needs to be. And I'm sure some of the others uh, on the stage and many of the others uh, that are in that that uh, um, uh, contingency cringed when he said it, but it's out there and now they got to pay the price.
2: Even CNN's analysis says that, that O'Rourke gave the NRA a huge gift that night.
1: And what that basically says is that's us. That's each and every one of us that represent that the NRA, us. which brings up another issue. Um, many of you have probably heard that the city of San Francisco board of uh um, Regents or whatever the heck it was Declared the NRA a terrorist organization Now we're not even going to talk about how ridiculous That statement was but what we will say Is that's another thing that has Done nothing but work in our favor And each and every one of us were angry about it We're going to let our vote at the ballot box uh, Dictate how angry We really are and they don't realize That this is, this is not Wayne LaPierre Sitting in an office in New York State Instead it's the hundreds of thousands Of us throughout the nation Who are sitting and watching and paying attention because we care and we make a difference
0: well even even the previous administration I'm a Navy vet and I was I was viewed as a as a terrorist element you know and as a vet you know, from offense that you know considering I'm just like General Mattis uh, he was quoted to say that he took an oath to uphold and support the Constitution of the United States and he viewed that as life and and I was like hey somebody just like me I rarely hear that and I was I was gracious and gratified to hear that.
2: Well, you'll hear both Jeff and I say that.
0: Well, that's, you know, I mean, those who, those who are, you know, if you're not all in, then, you know, you might want to think about, you know, whether get out of the game or get out of the country.
2: The end of that oath was, so help me God. That's where that oath is between me and God. Nobody else can release me from it. And nobody else is going to. That's an that's an oath I took to support and defend the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that's how it stands. That's how it's going to stand.
0: You better believe
1: it. Yep. Doug, thanks thanks very much for calling the show. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We you know we're gonna. We only have another minute left, but um, we're gonna be back on the air for one show on the twenty eighth. And then after that, we'll it'll be right around Thanksgiving time, depending, depending. on how well the University of Dayton football team does, it'll and be, you know, also
2: depending on what the basketball schedule yeah. looks like. So. Yeah.
1: So we're we're um we're we're going to have limited shows between now and the end of the year. But my challenge to all our listeners is to engage, engage your family members, your coworkers, your neighbors, your friends, and get the word out there. And you know you don't don't just spout things off. Make sure you substantiate. And tell them how you really feel based on the factual life you live relative to firearms. If
2: you need help with that, send us an email. Go to our website at sim-trainer.com. Click on the contact link, and we'll be happy to provide you with resources. We put some of those up on our Facebook page as well. So you you have some of those resources available if you want them. And I would add one more group of people to not hold back from contacting, and that would be your elected representatives. Write them letters. Be polite. Be concise. Be direct. And use facts. And use facts give them the information and make sure that if they're proposing something that you strongly disagree with and you have the facts to back it up, Give them the facts and, and make sure they at least have that information. Will they ignore you? It eh, depends on who it is. Yeah. Maybe
1: they will. I think Doesn't the matter. biggest thing is make it personal. And I get, and we're going to make our commitment to you. My commitment over the next couple of weeks, for example, I'm reaching out to some of the decision makers in a very personal way to try to get accurate information out there, to try to change their opinions or certainly give them some accurate information for which they can make future decisions. So we'll keep you advised on how those things go.
2: Everybody, thanks for joining us for this, uh, this short version of the show. Stay tuned for the Dayton Flyers, uh, and we'll be back in two weeks. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting From the Hip on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.